0: Hello and welcome to the Illinois Association of Park Districts ParkCast. I'm Wayne Utterback, Director of Communications and Digital Content. And today I'm excited to be joined by a few recipients of uh, our partnership award at the Best of the Best Awards Gala that happened last month. Uh, Thank you so much, gentlemen, for uh, taking time out of your day to come and uh, join me for this ParkCast. Uh, Can you maybe just introduce yourselves real quick to everybody who might be listening or watching?
1: I'm Chris Sanker. I'm wildlife biologist, Forest Preserve District of Cook County. I'm John Winter. I'm a second year resident in Illinois Zoological and Wildlife Health Management Residency.
2: And I'm Matt Allender. I'm a veterinarian at the Brookfield Zoo and at the University of Illinois.
0: Now, as I mentioned, this is a, a kind of stemming from a, the partnership award you guys received at the Gala. Uh, can you just tell me a little bit about... Uh, what is what is it like to get recognized for your partnership? Uh, how important is it to uh, to have those connections and then and then be recognized for it?
1: Matt, since you received the award, do you want to talk about it a little?
2: <laughs> um well I think in general the developing partnerships and collaborations are both rewarding and challenging at times, but in this case it is rewarding um nearly all the time. In that we are bringing together experts in wildlife health and conservation, all for the same purpose of creating opportunities um, for developing veterinarians to go out and become specialists in wildlife health that can then save the animals and protect the animals of the of the country.
0: Now uh in speaking about wildlife health, I feel like this is something that maybe people take for granted. Maybe just the, the, the general population, they really don't think about wildlife health uh very much. Just in terms of, I guess I, I would assume most people kind of think that it takes care of itself. So, how important is it to uh to be getting those baselines for for wildlife health and, and what is the importance of tracking that?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So, in terms of um wildlife in general, uh, health is one of the aspects that we can look at to try to maintain um, population abundance and diversity. And so um, when we take animals um, and uh, are assessing them for health, so uh, just like you would your dog or your cat, taking them and doing a physical exam and um, maybe taking um, some measurements and taking some blood and doing um, what we would consider as a full health assessment, um, you're able to actually use that information to inform you the health of the population. Um, The the health of the population, then we can um, try to uh, make decisions on management. So if you have certain infectious diseases circulating in a population, um, it could actually be affecting them at a population level. And then so we take all this information and can use it to try um, and actually keep the population healthy um, and keep those um, animal abundance and diversity markers up. And I think in general, wild animals get sick just like people and
2: domestic animals, and they need a vet. And this program creates that opportunity for veterinarians to learn how to detect disease and pathogens and health in animals that aren't traditionally in in vet schools and that we don't typically look at. Um, So we're doing it for the health of the animals themselves. But as Chris Anker and his team have found over the last um, several decades, is that these animals also have diseases that don't cause problems for animals, but could cause problems for people. Things like rabies um, aren't aren't a health problem for for wild animals, but they are a problem and a zoonotic disease for for humans. And so identifying those those animals and those infections in both healthy and unhealthy animals tells us not only about the health of the the ecosystem, um, but tells us about the zoonotic risk.
0: Now we uh, also crit- use
1: animals as a uh, environmental indicator species. So, in addition to disease, we're also assessing the overall health of the environment that we all live in, not just uh, the wildlife, but the humans as well. So it's a it's a multi pronged investigation of what's actually occurring across the landscape.
0: Now, are there are there particular populations you're specifically looking at, or is it kind of like a catch all?
1: We, we can look at any anything from a, a mussel to a deer to a raptor, a, a hawk um, to a turtle. So um, we're interested in every, everything and anything um, as it relates to health.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Now, uh, I was actually really curious. What was the genesis of this partnership? Uh, how did the ball get rolling on it? Like, can you kind of just run me through that process?
2: Well, I think, yeah, it's a, it's an evolution over many years. Um, Chris Anker and I have had conversations um, um, separately about um, wildlife health issues, and he's been working on wildlife health issues for a long time, um, just like I have. And, you know, we, we finally just a few years ago kind of put it together that, hey, we have this opportunity. We're, we're, it, that is a kind of right training ground for new veterinarians. And so I, I think it happened very organically and very grassroots is that there's there's a nationwide shortage of free-ranging wildlife veterinarians. Um, we see a lot of wildlife here in Cook County, and we have the health expertise um, to be able to investigate. And so that it was kind of just a natural progression of the things that are already being done well here in Cook County.
0: Now, uh, I know when I was reading the details about the award, uh, one of the, the things that really stood out to me was that, that this is the first like wildlife residency program that meets the standards of, I believe it's the American College of Zoology Zoological Medicine. Uh, how difficult is it to meet and like maintain those standards?
2: Yeah, so I, I think that's. Um, that, I mean, that's a good question. And I think the fact that no sustaining programs in the country are able to meet those standards um, is is pretty um, indicative of how difficult it is. So you have to have opportunity, um, which includes a certain caseload. You have to have the opportunity to get your hands on animals. Um, And so you have to describe a program that meets um, needs in order to train developing veterinarians. Um, But then you also have have to have the equipment and facilities in order to do it. You have to have the mentorship. So in order to do that, you have to have boarded, um, ACZM boarded veterinarians. And those are the ones that have already gone through programs. Um, In this case, mainly zoological medicine programs and and not necessarily wildlife health. Um, You have to apply um, in order to make all of this happen and put it together. And so the, the 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 standards are are pretty rigorous, just like you would expect. You know, you don't want to go see an ophthalmologist that didn't um, get the proper training to become an ophthalmologist. Um, and so it, it's pretty rare. But we, we feel very fortunate to be able to meet those standards and then bring in um, our first resident, um, hopefully one of one of many.
0: Now. Uh- Having such a designation, a recognition like that, uh, do you feel like it helps me put you on the map in terms of, of uh, people who are interested in getting into wildlife veterinary medicine? Do you feel like it, it's a real driver to start building those that pool of uh, of people who are interested in getting into the field?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think just to back up for a second, what many people don't realize in veterinary medicine is there's actually a bunch of different specialties. You can have a veterinary cardiologist, an ophthalmologist, things like that. And um, what's unique about this position is, yeah, that it's focused on wildlife health specifically. Um, And so uh, having this program as a um, standardized training program by, uh, with the support of ACZM, as um, an opportunity for people, uh, veterinarians who want to uh, specialize specifically in wildlife medicine, um, it's a fantastic opportunity for uh, people like myself to actually get trained by experts at the zoo, experts um, with Cook County, and uh, yeah, definitely dive deeper into the field and come out um, with a ton of experience and training through the program.
0: I'm, I'm sure that the the training and the hands-on experience is crucial in this field. So uh, is there any, anything in particular that you feel like... Um maybe you can offer that other other places might not be able to offer or other programs might not be able to offer? Well
2: I'd say that this is the only program currently in the country that's that um is accredited um and compliant with ACZM requirements for free-ranging wildlife health. So we offer everything that's different that no one else can can offer. So <laughs> um you know but I again I, I feel like we're, we're we're fortunate and we've capitalized on the things that we've already done well, and we've added this program and integrated this program. Um, in and and you know, Dr. Winter gets experiences that um, um, were already available and already being performed by the biologists of Cook County, with involvement of veterinarians randomly, but he is involved every day um, into the things that they're that they're already doing. So. It was kind of a natural progression, and yes, everything that we
1: we that he gets to do is is something that nowhere else can offer. Well, and I guess.
0: Now- just- oh, good.
1: All right. Uh, I was going to say for um, me what I feel like is one of the best parts of this program and what it offers is the the mentorship and the training from um, all the veterinarians that I can work with clinically here at the Brookfield Zoo, from the biologists at the Cook County Forest Preserves, and then um, from the University of Illinois uh, learning molecular diagnostics with veterinarians and experts down there too. So yeah, the mentorship has um, been fantastic in this program.
0: Excellent, excellent. Noah. Uh what are some long-term goals that you're, you you want for this program? What, what are some things you're hoping to achieve down the road?
2: Well, I think, you know, the immediate goals of a residency program are to train veterinarians to become specialists so that they can go out and serve the field and increase the workforce. And so, you know, I think, um, you know, larger, larger goals of wildlife health, um, you know, nationwide, um, you know, are expansive. But the, the the immediate goals are also the same as long term goals for this residency, create more trained veterinarians.
0: Now, uh, lastly, what would you tell someone who who might have a passion who wants to look into this field? How would you recommend they get started, especially if there's a shortage? Uh, how do you encourage somebody to kind of step into this world and, and really like, get in, ingrained with it?
1: Well, one, I think getting as much experience as you possibly can um, with wildlife in general, uh, getting experience in veterinary medicine in general, if you're still applying to vet school or if you're in vet school, um, just still focusing on being a veterinarian and trying to be a good veterinarian and learning um, the basic skills, which um, I still use every single day and you can build on and use in every species um, if you want to go into a role like this. So yeah, just... um, just studying and and getting as much experience as you possibly can
0: all right now is there is there anything else you gentlemen would like to add uh those are all the questions i had for you
1: no i think
2: i covered everything for me
0: <laughs> all right well thank you very much for taking some time out of your day to kind of uh kind of run me through a little bit of the work that you're doing over there It's uh. It's definitely unique. And especially if there's no one else that's accredited like you guys, uh, I I think you can definitely say you are one of a kind. So uh, I I encourage you to keep doing the work that you're doing. And uh, uh, thank you very much for your time.
2: Thank 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 you.